No. Um, it was so cool to, so for those of you who don't know, um, <coughs> Merv and I um, conquered the Ironman a couple of weeks back. And uh, <coughs> yeah, it's, it's cool to be running a, a different kind of a race this morning with you. Um, yeah, as I was praying for this morning, I felt God specifically give the word for you. And it's out of Isaiah where it speaks about uh, enlarging our tents. And uh, I feel that the God's already been doing that with you. Um, but as we go into this new season and this new venue that uh, he's going to fast forward that. And as Dave was praying this morning, uh, it's going to take you to the next level. So, um, yeah, man, trusting for you. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, uh, my name's Divan. Um, I'm a deacon in the house and I'm married to Louise. And we've got a beautiful daughter named Ava. Um, she's almost uh, three months old. Um, quite nervous for this morning, but at the same time, uh, super, super excited. Um, yeah, shut. <laughs> we'll see. But. Yeah, there's been so many confirmations, so that's why I'm super excited, just because of even the songs we've been singing, uh, like Liesl and I, we didn't chat, but it's been, um, we sang about the goodness of God, we sang about, um, you know, us uh, changing the way we see God and how we see ourselves, and it's like, even the words that were brought now um, are so, so spot on, so... I'm genuinely excited for um, what, what God's going to do this morning. Because, um, yeah, he's been uh, confirming already. Okay, so as the uh, title says, um, I'm going to take you a bit of a through journey of, of, of my journey into sonship in the house. Um, and it's not uh, gender specific. It's just... Um, me seeing myself correctly as a son um, loved by a good, good father. Um, so the key verse for today is out of uh, Romans 12. Um, I, I genuinely love Romans, uh, especially Romans 12. I've been basically in it for like years now. <laughs> and God's just been showing me like different portions of it. Um, and I'm still loving it so much. Um so this will be the key scripture for today, um, and yeah, let's, let's read it. So it says there, and this is the NLT, don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by, person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Um, so is that cool? So I'm going to focus on that little word, transform, today, because um, that's the, the word that just popped out for me. Um, so if we look at that word and we unpack it a bit, um, another word for transform that's actually used there is uh, metamorphosis. Um, and it's, uh, it's the, the word Paul uses there, it's, as you can see, it means that there's an inward change that, that happens and... Um, but there's one key thing. It, it happens after we accept Jesus in our lives. Um, yeah, and uh, the, the metamorphosis of a, of a caterpillar into a pupa and then into a butterfly is such a beautiful uh, picture for us in our Christian walk as we 
um, you know, change and there's an inward change that happens. Um, but uh, yeah, as soon as we accept Jesus in our lives, there's this, there's this metamorphosis that happens inside of us. Um, yeah, so why am I telling you about butterflies, you might ask? Um, well, so today I want to take you through my metamorphosis um, over the last while and what God's been doing in my life and in my heart. Um, cool, so I'm going to take you through a personal journey like I um, touched on earlier, just on where I was, uh, how I saw myself, um, and how I saw God um, through that broken lens. And this revelation that happened, and um, just to how I see it now. Um, cool, so um, most of us, uh, I know quite a few of you, we've got a colorful past. Uh, we've done things that uh, we may be not so proud of today. Um, and yeah, man, so often we, we, we look back on these things and there's this little, um, my mom used to say, the, the devil comes sit up your skull, you know, and um, just tells us that, you know, we, we disqualified from love. We disqualified, shopping, <laughs> um, disqualified from, from God loving us. Um, and what ends up happening is we see ourselves like this. We see ourselves as unlovable. And um, this is a true reflection of how I saw myself. And um, through that broken lens, how I saw God. Because um, if you see yourself as unlovable, how can, how can God be good? How can he be lovable if you, if you, if you can't accept that? Um, so yeah, um, what I really want to say and iterate today is uh, what you did um, doesn't define you. It's who you are that, um, that defines you. Uh, yeah. So um, what I want to do now is ask a question, and um, you don't have to respond physically. Um, but if, if there is anyone here today that, that might be feeling that they're not good enough, or um, even in, as the world keeps on pressuring us, maybe feel like they're not doing enough, um, yeah, I can relate. And I was there, like, that was me. Like, you're saying, and the way I related to God, how I felt that I had to earn my love, um, but just wanted to say that that's a lie. That's not, again, it's what you do doesn't define you. It's who you are that uh, defines you. Um, so what ends up happening is, um, is this knee-jerk reaction. We feel like, oh, we've got to do more. And often in God's house, we feel like, oh, we've got to do more. In, in order to be loved. Um, but yeah, that's, that doesn't fill the void. I can tell you that. It, it won't fill the gap that you're feeling. And uh, what ends up happening is uh, we realize that. We realize it doesn't fill the void. And then um, what happens? We act out. Uh, sin creeps in. Lies creep in. And uh, yeah, then the enemy is having a field day. Um, and he doesn't have to do anything. It's all you. Um, so yeah, I want to tell you a bit uh, of a story where this uh, journey all started for me. Um, I was uh, out on a sup uh, one Saturday afternoon and um, having a jewel, having such a lack of time, uh, beautiful conditions, and uh, just had a gnarly, gnarly wipeout. 
And um, yeah, it was really bad, really painful. Um, for like sore for weeks, struggled to breathe. And um, yeah, I just, I just almost like floated out to, to the shore. And I just remember sitting um, there on the shore and I was just asking God like, Yo, God, like, I was just having such a good time. Why did you punish me? And, um, yeah, just like in that moment, I realized, oopsie, you know, there's, obviously there's something wrong there. Like, just the way that I responded uh, showed that um, something wasn't right. And the way, even though I was saved and loving Jesus and loving, like, uh, something wasn't right and I wasn't properly rooted as a son just in the way that I acted out in that moment. Um, so yeah, in, in 1 John 4, it says that there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. Um, and the one who fears is not made perfect in love. And yeah, it was in that moment where God actually started working in my heart in this thing of how I saw him um, as a father, how I saw myself as a son. And, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't fully understand, like it says, the, the perfect love God, God had for me. And, um, yeah, but God wasn't going to let me go. And um, so just like the, the caterpillar or the pupa that now started uh, undergoing this metamorphosis, in, in, in that moment, God started with this inward change in my heart with a specific thing of a, um, you know, just how I saw myself and how I saw God. Um, and he, he, God actually started bringing up things from my past that um, were things, the building blocks, which I built this lie on. And um, things that were hard things um, from my family and things that I had to actually deal with. And, um, but yeah, and in, the, in that process, I realized that I was relating to God the Father as I was to my earthly father. And so many things that happened uh, as a child um, actually um, influenced that. And um, yeah, so God, it's not, it wasn't like a, okay, in and out. It was like a months and months and months and um, really painful process. But um, yeah, God really uh, was with me in it the whole way. And in that I could actually just experience something um, of him that I never could. Just him not letting me go and constantly reminding me and constantly giving me scriptures and constantly, like, as I'm at my lowest, guys will check in. And as I, you know, feel like all alone, then someone would come give me a hug. And I'm just like, oh, God, you, you're so in it. You're so with us and you're so ruthless and not letting us go. Um, but yeah, I, I really didn't know God as a good father like I do now. I really um, didn't enjoy even spending time with him like I, like I do now. Um, so yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I recently became a dad. Um, so I was almost three months out old now. And um, <laughs> what, what did I say? Out. <laughs> yeah, well, technically. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, as a, as a first-time parent, like, 
you, you, you almost grasp at books and videos and things to try and uh, prepare yourself um, for what's about to happen, but no amount of books or YouTube videos or advice from friends um, can really prepare your heart um, for just how much you're going to love that tiny little being. And um, yeah, it was really when, when she was born to us that these scriptures started coming alive. And um, to be honest, uh, she's quite useless. Um, <laughs> she, um, she just takes, she doesn't give us anything uh, except from dirty diapers and <laughs> sleepless nights and uh, a lot of, lot of input. There's really no output. Um, but I would give anything for her. Like, even this morning, the wheels came off uh, properly, but still, I love her. And it uh, doesn't matter what happens, I will give anything, anything for that little girl. Um, and To think of a God sacrificing his perfect child, I mean. Yeah, I think it's, it's in moments like this where you really realize what the extent and the significance of what God did for us. Um, yeah, and... Um, yeah, it's through this new lens as a dad that I really started relating to God, you know, and even the things he sacrificed for us, um, just to put that in perspective. So when you understand that God loves you, um, no matter what, like the previous screen said, there's no strings attached, like he loves you regardless. As soon as that sinks into your heart, then no longer you've got this need or you, you feel that afraid that you can approach him because I know, for I know, for I know I can approach my heavenly father and he will accept me. There is nothing that holds me uh, away from him because his love is endless for us. His love is endless um, regardless. Um, yeah, and, and if we truly know God's love for us, then we will have nothing to fear. We won't see him as a God who punishes. We won't see him as a God who is an angry father, but we'll see him as good. Um, yeah. I just want to touch on that. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is... Uh, if we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and it shows that we have not fully experienced this perfect love. We love each other because he first loved us, and that's out of 1 John 4. Yo, actually, that was quite quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to I wanna touch on... Um, maybe, Liesl, if you can, you can come up. Um, so long. That was very quick, actually. But um, but what I want to touch on is is this thing, and this is where it all started. Is how do you how do you see yourself? Um, what lens do you see yourself through? 
And um, how do you see God through that lens? Um, you know, often we can, we can limit what, what God wants to do in and through us because of the way we see ourselves. Often we, um, those, those lies that we, that we believe of ourselves holds us back. And um, even as, as Warren was sharing this morning, even we put God into boxes sometimes and that, that limits him what he wants to do in and through us. And um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited because I feel that God wants to come unlock and, um, and I really believe that it will be a time for ministry now because um, it's something that God wants to unlock in, in us. And so yeah, I, like I said, this metamorphosis is a process that starts, um, but it, is, it has a requirement and, and maybe we can close our eyes that if if we can't go in through this, this, this internal change, this internal transformation, if we don't have Jesus in our hearts, um, and that is the requirement. So if there is anyone here today that do not know Jesus personally as their Savior, as their Lord, um, and you would like to, like, can I ask you to be brave? Can I ask you to put up your hand if, if that is you to this morning? Yeah, I want you to be bold. I want you to be bold and answer him if, if there's a stirring in your heart that happens. Um, cool. So for the rest of us, and I feel like this is where God really wants to go, is, is I want to make an opportunity for, for ministry in the frontier. Um, for those of us who feel like they don't see God as a good father, um, those who feel they can't enter God's presence, for those of you who, even as I spoke this morning, had like something in your heart started saying, yes, ooh, maybe that is me. Maybe, you know, I don't see God the way that you see him. Um, if you've got a cracked lens and you want that to be fixed, can I ask you to, to come to the front? And um, yeah, I'd just love to pray for you. Just love to pray for for you. If that is you, um, yeah. Because um, God, yes, um, yeah, He was in the words in the in the worship. Oh, that's also very good if, if and there might even be some of us who who haven't like Sergio was sharing um, we've done things and we haven't forgiven ourselves if that's you I want you always also just come to the front um, and then we can also just lay some hands on you and yeah well, that's cool
So if that wasn't you, um, please come to the front. Um, maybe just come pray for some of the 